Judges ready? No. Hey, Melissa. Hi. Hi. Stop it. <laughs> I'm I'm just trying to be upbeat for the podcast. Fine. Hi, Kurt. See. <coughs> oh, you, it literally made you ill to have to pretend <sighs> that you have energy. You've had a crazy we. You've had a crazy few weeks, but a crazy weekend. Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> well, we're recording our podcast. Oh, cool. Um, and it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna just talk about things that we like, which is great. awesome. I like things. Um, yeah, we took a week off last week. It was so necessary. But was, now I'm wondering was, why we didn't do it this week well, instead. Because we two weeks off in a row, and people would just riot. It's true. People like, were upset already. Pitchforks would come out of places, and they'd be like, Rawr. "It just looked like you pulled those pitchforks from your butt." Well, just that's so maybe know. where the pitchforks are stored. <laughs> Based on the attitude of. Some of the people in the association, you never know. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I, I had my tournament last weekend. Um, you know, some hiccups as that happens as, as I hit the microphone. Um, sometimes hiccups happen. That's okay. But otherwise, I I had a lovely day last weekend. Thank you for your help. You're welcome. Um, the Sheboygan crown was awarded to Appleton East. Yes, putting that, the coronation of Mike Tross was one of the highlights of my weekend. It was, it was a great day. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it, I just, I had to finish my book last week. It's, like, I yeah. was on contract. I needed to finish it. I was starting full-time work on Monday. And I needed that to be done and out of the way. So I just used all day Sunday last week to record my book. So apologies to our podcast listeners. I have not had time. We didn't have time to record. I didn't even have time to like go and edit my interview, which usually comes out on Wednesday. So that was postponed a week. Mm -hmm. uh, it was our spring break. But now we're back. Are we? We are physically here. The microphones are out the sound waves are forming as we talk. Okay, so we are here. So we Just are checking. here. Um, we, we are had, here. We, we are, are here. Yes. Susical references. <laughs> also, <laughs> hey, you know what? Musical um, references, they're important. They're a part of what we do. It's true. They're a thing we do. Yeah. Um, we are uh, celebrating the end of our CFL qualifying tournament, which just happened at Sheboygan South. Yes, like literally just happened. I left South and drove my car directly here to yep. Kurt. Yep. So that's that's how much we're dedicated to doing this podcast this week. And we are celebrating by drinking some Kentucky bourbon. Yep. Some Jim Beam. So sorry, there's a lot of ice in these glasses. Yeah. So if you hear the ice, it's... Us sipping politely, yep. but let me let me remind you that we hosted the Sheboygan South tournament, which is the largest tournament we've ever hosted. As Ben and I, as coaches, then you hosted the Sheboygan North tournament, which is the largest, largest tournament, tournament that you've hosted yep. as a coach. And then today we hosted the CFL qualifier at South. Right. So, like, to say that I am like that my strings are pulled very tightly and to say that the butter is spread thin is an understatement. Oh, now I want bread. I mean, I always Thank want bread. You. Thanks for that. Um, so yeah, it's we're we're a little slap happy. We're a little tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> um, we are enjoying a cocktail because we are adults who are able to do that, and they're well earned. I hope that there are mm -hmm. other people who have li or listening to this podcast who are having their cocktail. 
or already or had, had their it. cocktail. Because yep. some of you listen to this in the morning time as you drive to work. Please do not drink and drive. Right, that'd be bad. Do the watermelon um, crawl. And if you're a student and underage, don't drink. Don't drink. You're not it's supposed not to be doing that. Um, Go have coffee. You can have as much coffee as you want now. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we are going to talk today about something that's not really forensics related at all. Yeah. We are in March, and March, it has become Tripod Month. So a lot of the my favorite podcasts have been promoting other podcasts using the hashtag Tripod, T-R-Y-P-O-D, like try a podcast. Mm-hmm. So the theory is that you tell somebody about a podcast that they might like, and that might involve telling them what a podcast is and how to listen to it. And in that way, you're not only promoting a specific podcast, but you're promoting podcasting in general. And since we are a podcast and we want to promote ourselves to new and various people, I thought, let's just talk about podcasts that we enjoy and promote podcasting in general. Yeah, and, and before we get into listing all of our cool favorite podcasts, uh, I like that we're doing this because we also are hoping that you are encouraged by this to recommend us to other people. I've had a lot of conversations with coaches about getting to this point in the season where their kids are sort of unmotivated and people are just sort of losing focus. And we've recorded episodes about that. But perchance you can recommend this to people, students or fellow coaches who are feeling burnt out mm-hmm. and be like, hey, there are people who understand your struggle. Go enjoy their beautiful voices in your ears and the sound of the ice in their glasses. There it is. There it is. The ice Um, is loud, but the sip is not. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So Kurt and I are cool podcast people. Oh, look, you're leaning away from the mic. You're so much kinder than I am. I'm not putting the physical effort into that. It just Um, didn't seem like the right time to have that sound effect again. Yeah. Like it was too soon. Fair enough. You used it well. You used the sound of the ice well. Um, I... I have not been listening to podcasts for that long. I have been a big follower of the columnist Dan Savage, and he has had a podcast slash radio show for a very long time. So his uh, podcast, Savage Lovecast, was the first podcast I ever listened to. When would you say you started listening to podcasts? Um, It's 2017, so like probably 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. I downloaded, he, had, he got an app that had all of mm. the updated episodes as well as like his like savage love letter. So yeah, it's a sex and relationship podcast called Savage Love Cast. And yeah, it's it's really great if you would like to be informed about those things. But that, that was my exposure to podcasts. What was your first podcast? Well, you know, I'm a huge NPR fan. Yes. And so when NPR started on the radio to talk about the podcast that you could get through iTunes, that's when I started downloading podcasts. And I was thinking about this, that I actually, I registered the domain name and like the RSS feed for Forensics Faces actually back in 2012. Wow. So like around the same time. Yeah. And then it took me mm, like eight months, eight to 10 months before I got the first episode out. So like, yeah, right around 2013 is when I really started to like consume podcasts. Mm -hmm. Um, And it took about a a year or two before I started consuming podcasts that were made as podcasts. Mm -hmm. Because at first it was just radio shows. Yeah, mine was a radio show that was being put out Mm -hmm. as a podcast. Yeah, so uh, I learned to love podcasts mostly because of theater podcasts. Because Mm -hmm. there's not a ton of content about Broadway and people who work in Broadway uh, that isn't kind of fan created. Mm -hmm. And so podcasts were a great way for me to hear interviews with performers that I loved and I was used to seeing their names on cast albums. Um, 
which I guess leads to my first recommendation. And I've talked about this before and I, <laughs> I talk about it all the time, but the theater people podcast is my jam. I still love it. After all these years, Patrick Hines is the host. He interviews Broadway fancies. And they tell amazing stories and they talk about how they got into the business. And, and it's like, I'm, I'm not aiming to be a Broadway performer, but I still just love, love listening yep. to, to how someone pursues their dream because it inspires me to think about what it is that I actually want to do and try to reach for it mm -hmm. and to understand that it takes time and perseverance and patience and all of that. And so I just love that. And Patrick actually has two other pod, is it three other podcasts now? Because he has Broadway Backstory. Mm -hmm. He is also the host of the Broadway Con podcast. Oh, so it is three. And he just started the Disney on Broadway podcast. So it's four that he's doing right now. We're never, he's I'm crazy. Never he's got many. he's got so much stuff going on. Um, so check out any of those pa with Patrick Hines. Um, they're all great, and he has such a, a good rapport with theater people. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, theater people podcast got me into podcasting seriously, um, and that's also my first recommendation. Hashtag tripod. <laughs> my Go. first actual podcast was the podcast My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is a comedy advice podcast. It is three brothers, the brothers McElroy, and they answer user, like listener submitted questions as well as ridiculous Yahoo answers. And so it's just very lighthearted. The three of them have a great rapport. They have great chemistry. And they also have just an entire family of other podcasts they do separately. One of them does a podcast about manners and etiquette. One of them does a bachelor, bachelorette review podcast. One of them does a medical history podcast. And so it's just really fun and lighthearted and I really enjoy it. And so I'm going to, because I also do another podcast, so it's a twofer. So there's my brother, my brother, and me, also known as Mabim Bam. And there's a television show now that goes with it. Yep. And then they have another podcast called The Adventure Zone, which is the three of them and their father playing Dungeons and Dragons. But here's the thing. I had never played Dungeons and Dragons, still haven't, not because I haven't wanted to, because no one wants me, and that's fine. But it is excellent storytelling, and it's great, like long distance driving podcast because it's just fun to listen to and uh the brother who is the the dm and the storyteller and decides what's happening had just has built this incredible fantasy world for the campaign that they're doing and i just very enjoy it i get very much involved the characters that they have built themselves who are playing the actual game they've just thought it out so thoroughly and the backstory is so great and even though it's a D&D &D podcast, I've cried multiple times. <laughs> but it's also, again, it's full of ton, tons of jokes because it's a dad and his three sons. And so if you are looking for things that are good distractions and a good way to take yourself out of what is happening, you know, otherwise, The Adventure Zone and My Brother, My Brother and Me are great podcasts, especially for bus rides. I, mm. I listened to when I first got into My Brother, My Brother and Me, it was they were like. 50 episodes in and now they're at like 350 so I, I when i listened to that first like chunk of the backlog i did it on the forensics bus so oh, yeah nice and that's like another good reason to talk about podcasts on our podcast yeah which is that, you got time that's, to fill. that's also when i listen to a podcast is yeah. is on the bus because yeah why not all right this one's for you okay <laughs> 
All right. What do you got next? This is my drink. Um, I feel like we couldn't have a whole conversation about podcasts without acknowledging the podcast that made podcasting popular, mm-hmm. which was Serial. Yes. So the first season of Serial, I was obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we've ever talked about this, but I feel like it's one of the things that actually bonded you and I. Mm-hmm. Like. When it like, totally was. When like it was one of those things where it was like we discovered that the other person was also obsessed with that first like series of serial was when we really like locked it in. Came together yeah, as friends. It was, it was like we're acquaintances, we're colleagues, we'll hang out. Like we enjoy hanging out with each other. This is really good. This is great. You like serial? You oh also my God. read you also go in and read the articles Come and you to read my the house. depositions. Yes, we shall <laughs> hang out as friends now. <laughs> we did it. Yes. And then I was like, you shall be in the podcast with me. Oh, and way. like we shall be friends. What are um, these voices? <laughs> listen. Oof-ta. Listen, There's, oh, that's what John this. says to me when I'm being silly. Listen. Listen. So, yes, I'm being silly. It's been a long day. We're both mm-hmm. very tired. But what's not silly? Serial. Is Serial the podcast. Um, I will say season two did not uh, grab me the same way that See, I'm an Adnan. army brat, so I was like, I was so into you were it. In it. I understood. I understood. I think for me it was that I understood the lingo and I understand military culture. Mm-hmm. So the way that they discussed how everyone interacted involving the issue was super interesting to me. Also mm-hmm. because my dad is still, he's active in the military, like the literal military term active. So yeah. it's his career. And so we would have discussions about it because the people on his base would listen to it, obviously from a completely different perspective. And so it's just, I, I love storytelling of all kinds when I'm talking about podcasts. And so whether it is the serial storytelling method or Dungeons and Dragons method or whatever it may be, I just love storytelling. Yeah, me too. And it's part of why I love podcasts. Yep. And I will say, so for anybody who hasn't listened, like I do highly recommend going and listening to Serial. The first series is about Adnan Syed, who is a man who was convicted of murdering his high school girlfriend, mm-hmm. um, but very sketchy evidence. Yes. So um, anybody who is a fan of Making a Murderer, the Netflix trial, but felt too close to it because it happened in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were like intrigued by the premise of that, but couldn't watch it because you knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody who knew Brandon Dassey, um, which I've talked, I've met so, so many, many people, people who knew like, like six degrees of Brandon mm-hmm. Dassey. Um, Serial may be a really good podcast for you because Adnan's story is gripping and tragic, but also you just have to wonder like what actually happened mm-hmm. and how these, these, traumatic life events can happen and people still don't know what, what went down. Yeah. And it's amazing. And then season two was all about Bo Bergdahl who, uh, you know, was accused of abandoning his unit. Um, but mm-hmm. he says he was captured. Yep. Of being that, a deserter, but, he, but also yeah. being a POW. It's yep. for someone like me, it's very interesting. Yeah. But there are plenty of people who don't like it. But definitely series it's, like the it's first not that season. I didn't of it, like it. It just didn't grab me in the same way. I mean, fair. But season one is still excellent so good. I have very vivid memories of washing my dishes in my kitchen and being like, oh, as I listen to cereal. And like Dude. and I got I got my roommate into it, Katie, and when she would come back and be like, we have to talk about this. So, yeah. So in the same way that like I knew you and I were going to be friends when uh-huh. we played that, I had serious doubts about my relationship when I played the first episode for John on a road trip. And he was like, I don't know. It's just too serious. It's <gasps> too dark. And I was like, oh, dear. can I do this? 
Well, what he doesn't like cereal. <laughs> I don't know. Just kidding, honey. I know you listen to this podcast and that's You made, you made it work. Yes, we, we make it work somehow. Um, um, speaking of podcasts that bond our friendship, gotta talk about the West Wing Week. I was just gonna, I'm wearing, wearing your pin. Um, yeah, doing the gesture. Yeah. Uh, I grew up watching the West Wing early in the morning before school because it would air on Bravo. So my father and I would watch it as I was getting ready. And I had seen a lot of the episodes, but never watched all of it. And then the first year I lived with my roommate, Katie, we watched the entire series together. And now it is, it is one of my favorite shows. It has genuinely shaped me as a person in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so when I found out that one of the actors from the podcast and a man who I also enjoyed another one of his podcasts. We're going to start the show together. I was so involved. So it's called the West Wing Weekly. It's Rishikesh Hirway and Joshua Molina. Yep. And they what they're watching the show in order every week. They go through and they just do a detailed analysis of the episode and whether or not things from the episode have held up over the years. And they also have done tons of great interviews with cast members as well as political consultants on it and people who are living in the world now with organizations and like story plots that happen on the show that are happening now in real life. And it's just so interesting. It's so engaging. Mm -hmm. And as a fan of the West wing, I love it so much. I look forward to every Wednesday morning and every, every week too. It is like their wordplay is on point. Like Josh Molina and Rishi Sherway are just so smart. Yes. They're so smart and they're so well matched. Yeah. So just even even on the episodes where they don't have an interview, I'm just so in love with listening mm-hmm. to the two of them have a conversation. Am like, I the Josh Chirishi? I think I am. Maybe. I think that's what we are. Okay. I'm down I'll for take it. it. I, I think will. I think Rishi is so cute. He's so attractive. He is such an attractive man. Yes. So is Josh Molina, by mm-hmm. the way. Like Obviously, he's on TV. Yes. You have to look good. Um, but but it's, like, it's a great podcast. Yeah, I You've will never take watched... it. Like, I will take any comparison yes. to Rishikesh Sherway. I will take it. But if you are looking for something to help you still have faith in the American political system, even though it is completely fictional, they it's very based in reality as a television show. Yeah. A lot of the consultants were people who worked on the Bush-Clinton administrations. And so if you need something to help you believe in the power of the American political system, watch the West wing and listen like, and go back and listen along. They're only at the end of season two. Yeah. Oh, last week's episode is like one of the most heart wrenching episodes of West wing ever. So it was very hard for me to listen to. I purposely normally watch every week. Like Katie and I'll sit down on Tuesday nights and watch the episode they're going to do the next day. So we have it like fresh in our memories, but we purposely did not watch the episode because it's very, it's a lot. But if you are looking for a good, thing to believe in the world when there are plenty of actual reasons not to legitimately the West wing is a great one. Agreed. 100%. I'm not all the way through this last week's episode. Um, because I had, I was getting emotional Yeah, and I had to turn it off. Um, cause I was driving and I was like, I need to, to clear my mind. Um, but the week before was also one of my favorite episodes it's with so Marley good. Matlin and her interpreter so and just good. hearing about the, how a deaf actress has to mm-hmm. navigate in, this world like was so I didn't fascinating even know that there were different versions of sign language. I didn't know like there was British sign language yeah. and whatnot. I had absolutely no idea. So and I knew there you, were like, different things. I knew there were different types of sign languages, like different languages of sign language. I didn't realize that ASL and English as sign language were different, different things. things. Like, it's craziness. Poof. 
mind blown. So yeah, like such a great podcast to listen to. Definitely something that Melissa and I have bonded over. And uh, it gave me, I've gotten many, many comments from people about the episode that aired when the the week after the election this year, mm-hmm. that a lot of people were were happy that we didn't skirt that as an issue. What helped me heal after the election this year was the West Wing Weekly. Yes. And hearing those two men go through their grieving process and come out of it on the other end saying, you know what, though, we're going to be okay. And I was yep. like, you know what, they're right. They I trust right. these two guys, which is a ridiculous amount of faith to put in a podcast, but I've, I've learned to love and trust those two men. And so highly recommend the West Wing Weekly. Um, that is the button I wear on my vest when I wear my mm-hmm. vest. For, and I, for I have one on my, on my denim jacket when I wear it, which I'll start wearing now once the weather warms up, but yeah. That's we're awesome. big fans. All right. One more each. Oh, do we have to do one more? Okay. Well, we'll, yes. One more. Pick each. One more. Come on. Okay. Um, Okay, so I'm just going to say this before I say anything else, which is that any podcast from NPR is still top notch and you should listen to it. Correct. So that includes Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me or Ask Me Another um, NPR Politics podcast, which I am addicted to. I love it so much. Okay, so all of those are like automatic recommendations because they're NPR. Yes. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, Pod Save America and Pod Save the World. Okay. I don't know what those are. You don't know what those are? So, but you listened to Keeping It 1600, didn't you? Nope. You weren't a, oh, you weren't a Keeping It 1600 person. I wasn't. Okay. So Keeping It 1600 is like my, after I've listened to uh, news sources that I believe in and I think are objective and non-biased and are giving me real information, when I just need to be surrounded by liberal snowflakes- I go listen to, it was keeping it 1600 before the election. Now they have transitioned it into pod save America and pod save the world. So these are, these are men who, they are all men who uh, host the podcast, who worked for Barack Obama in the white house, okay. uh, speech writers and political consultants um, who now have a podcast and they talk about just what's going on in the world, but it is clearly from the left and what I like about that is it reassures me mm-hmm. as a left-leaning thinker that, one, I'm not nearly as far left as some people are. <laughs> like, sometimes they go so far that I'm like, eh, I'm not that far left. And that's okay. Yeah, that's um, good. But it also, and I don't know I, I don't know that I should say it this way, but it's true. What I look to in that podcast is ammo for conversations with people who want to support ridiculousness, the post-truth people. Mm -hmm. Like they break it down in no nonsense language. Um, They have worked in a White House. So when these rumors start coming out about like things Barack Obama may have done or like the way something may have happened in the White House press pool or something, they just come in at it. They're like, that's not how it works. Like this is how that process actually works because they can speak to it because they have firsthand experience. And then they also give me every bit of information and study and, uh, you know, anecdote and, and history to just shut down nonsense that comes from the right. So whereas in NPR, they will give equal time to the right and the left to explain themselves and they won't, they, they don't often like follow up with a, and what that person said is not actually accurate, although they do it a lot more now than they ever mm-hmm. <laughs> did before. Yeah. Because uh, they have to actually say like, okay, President Trump said this, but there's actually no 
proof to it. Most of the time they like they'll interview someone and that person gives their opinion and they cite facts that aren't real, but they just let that go on NPR mm-hmm. because they're trying to be unbiased. And I, that's important. And I listen to that too. These guys will be like, I heard that MP, that NPR interview and here's all the reasons that what that person said is wrong. And it's just, it's helpful to me. It reassures me. And it also gives me that information that I can then use in conversation uh, with people who aren't as engaged. Hmm. I'll use that as my euphemism for Republican. You go now. Um, well, I just want to <laughs> say Now that before, I've said something terrible. No, before, before I go into that, if you are someone who has difficulty with things like extemp and you feel like you aren't, you don't really necessarily know how to go and inform or you and your students are having difficulty like understanding issues, start listening to political podcasts, international news podcasts and stuff. They're really great way to take in that information and do so in a way that's different than just like sitting and reading all of the New York times. I find that, uh, I won't recommend it because it's not like the one I want to do, but there's like five, the th- 538 political podcast as well as the 538 awesome. website are excellent. And I feel like the way they present the news, the time length of the episodes are really great, like snippets for me to listen to and still feel like I am politically engaged, even though I'm trying to like lessen the amount of time I spend being angry and reading the news. See, um, and I just love it. And I'm going to tell a little side story here that's not about podcasts, but it is about what happened at my tournament last week. Great. Which is that Mike Tross, who is somebody I respect and is so smart and does lean to the right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry if I just outed you on the podcast, Mike <gasps> Tross. Uh, but like, he is an intelligent person who brings arguments to the table from the right that I understand. And like, He's the type of person, and like I do listen to podcasts who have people from the right on it who, mm-hmm. who are like him. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, none of those people are working in the White House right now. Um, uh, but like there was this moment at the tournament where like Steve and Doris Sexton and Mike Tross and like Amy Geyser were all like starting to get into politics. And I just had this big smile on my face. And Mike was like, oh, do you not want us to talk about this? And I was like, are you kidding me? I love it. When intelligent people can have a conversation about something exactly. and disagree yep, and still He's have the conversation. Yeah. I love that. And by the way, Forensics Faces listeners, at some point, Mike Tross has an open invitation to drop in on this podcast because after we did our... Uh, our take on like politics and forensics, he has a different perspective and I want him to be able to say that yeah. to our listeners because it's a smart and intelligent perspective mm-hmm. that he, sh- like, yeah, that I, I want to highlight. So yes. yeah, Mike Trust, the invitation is standing probably once the forensic season is over and we're not all so busy. Um, but like that's coming because he, like, I love that. I love disagreeing with intelligent people mm-hmm. and having a conversation I love it. I love it so much. And podcasts give me a chance to do that. That being said, Pod Save America, Pod Save the World, those are strictly in my bubble. Yep. They're and your I, echo yeah, chamber they, echoing yeah. back. So like those those are comfort food. Those are wrapping myself up in the mm-hmm. in the blanket. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do that's that's a small portion of what I listen to politically. Yeah. I love the Daily from the New York Times. I love uh, NPR politics. I love the Slate political podcast. Mm-hmm. I love 538. I love all of those things, uh, which I feel like some of them are left leaning, but most do a much better job yeah. of, of representing the other side. And I, the reason I know that is because they tick me off sometimes, <laughs> which is good. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. Um, 
My last recommendation is, again, lighthearted. I tend to spend a lot of time listening to things that are more of a distraction than informative. I mean, I listen to a good amount of interview podcasts uh, with different people from different areas of the world. I listen to some podcast people interview like YouTube celebrities and like RuPaul has an interview podcast from Michelle Visage and I'm a drag race fan. So I'll listen to that sometimes. Chris Hardwick does a good one, but they're good like distraction ones. But one more that is a good recommendation for both coach and student. It is called Still Buffering, a teen's guide through the ages. And it is three sisters uh, where the Two oldest and the youngest have a good 16-year gap between them. And so they talk about how the two older ones were growing up as a teen and what it means to be a teen now. And I find it to be a really great way for me to stay hip and understand things. But they do episodes about things like politics, sexual education, and also things like YouTube and board gaming and dating and how those things are different now. But I try to make sure that I am talking to my students about things that are uncomfortable and things that I don't know and letting them inform me. But at the same time, there are some things where you just want to hear other perspectives. And so I really enjoy this podcast that three sisters have good chemistry again. And it can be just really nice. We just keep bumping our microphones yeah. today. I'm so sorry, we're, everyone. We um, are so crazy tired, guys. It's and so we good. haven't eaten. No, we need to eat. Yeah. Um, but they... It's just nice, and it, it can, they do have heavy episodes. Their post-election episode is really good because they were all they were all Hillary supporters and talking about what that meant, like how teen political engagement is differing and changing, mm-hmm. and how much that even that sixteen-year gap doesn't seem that different. But the youngest sisters growing up completely in the internet age, the two were right before it, so it can be. It's interesting to see someone else point out what those differences can be, yeah. and how they are different, how different the learning and educational system is. And so, if you are someone who feels very disconnected from the kids on your team, or if you are a student who feels like you don't necessarily understand maybe your coach's experience or what it was like, it's really fun. It's really delightful, and. Yeah, I recommend it. That I just don't even know if I just said correct words there, but you yes, nodded, you so that's good. Yep, still buffering. Still I've buffering. Heard, I've heard of it. I haven't listened to it yet. I now, really like can it. Can I ask a, a question mm-hmm. though, about that? Like, as a dude, will it appeal to me? I think you'll still enjoy it. Yeah, and they and they admit to things like the fact that they are all they're all Caucasian, they're all cisgendered, and they try to make sure that when they're talking about things, especially things like dating and and sex and that sort of thing, that they don't. They're not trying to speak on behalf of other people, but they want to be still talking, mm-hmm. being allied and representative, like on their, not on their behalfs, but like for them as well. So yeah. it is delightful. That's great. And so if you are someone who has a podcast that you think that we would enjoy based off of what we talked about, you should let us know because I love new podcasts, especially if you have a podcast that comes out on Thursdays. I don't have a Thursday podcast. I have a Monday, mm. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday podcast, but not a Thursday one right now. So if you have a great podcast that comes out on Thursday, remember, I like them a little bit more lighthearted, <laughs> but I listen to everything from interview podcasts, D&D podcasts. I listen to one where they come up with video game ideas. I like to run a large a large array of them. So if you've got one, let me know. Yeah. And please tweet at us. Use the hashtag tripod, T-R-Y-P-O-D, when recommending uh, Forensics Faces or other podcasts to friends. Tweet about the fact that you recommended it. Use the hashtag tripod. Um, It's not just us. It's podcasts across the podcasting world who are doing that this month. Yes. Make people more aware of podcasting as a fun form of information and entertainment. Yeah. Um, I love them. I'm so glad we do one. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really love the connections that I've 
been able to make with people because yeah, it's of so this cool. Podcast. People are like, "Are you guys the forensic spaces people?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh my god, yes!" Yeah. Also, as usual, and we've said this before, Kurt and I are always carrying forensic spaces stickers with us. So if you come up to us at a tournament and you say, "Hey, I just want to let you know I listen to your podcast and I love it," we're gonna you give you get a sticker. A sticker. Like, I want to give you a sticker so you can promote us. Yeah. Also, we would love if you use the tripod hashtag to promote us as well yeah. when you were also recommending podcasts to us. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. So we did this whole episode without an outline. So do we want to see if we can do our closing thing? Well, before I don't want to close yet. Yeah, okay. I, I, well, because we're, we normally do like big talking. We were just, we're just, we're just pointing. I don't <laughs> know what we're doing. Are up. <laughs> Fingers up. Uh, I want to do a few shout outs and thank yous to people for various interactions that I've had involving this podcast. I would say you're going off script, weeks. but we don't, we don't have, have one. one. Uh, so yeah, do whatever. So I want to. Go for it. Uh, say a thank you to Amy Geyser, who is just always so complimentary of the podcast and talks like every time I see her, she just tells me about how much she enjoys it and how delightful it is. And she says she's going to give me a recommendation list for movies because I very much disappointed her after our Oscars episode. Uh, I want to, as usual, give a shout out to Antonio Trinidad, who I've spent so much time with in the last three weeks. And he is wonderful and delightful. And hearing how much work he does as the coach at that school and the fact that he is able to persevere against a lot of the difficulties that he has there. I'm just, I'm a very big fan of his, as we all know. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to my student, Jonathan Mendez, who asked for one specifically. <laughs> and the only reason I'm doing this is because he qualified for his first nationals today. Congratulations, so Jonathan. So congrats to you. I told him if he qualified, I would take a picture dabbing with him. And so I did, and I regret it. But it happened. Also, thank you to Scotty from Nina, who was like, hey, I heard you have a podcast and I think it would be cool if you like did the certain topic. So we are going to do a podcast yep. based on your recommendation. But yeah, if we love feedback. So come talk we to do. us. Just we want to we want to know that you guys are enjoying it. You we don't we don't have sponsors or anything. We don't really have tons of feedback. So we want to hear it from you guys. If there's something in particular you need us to address, let us know. And we got we got a message from a student this weekend. Yep, he was like, hey, be, I want to talk about episode. this. So please, we what determines our content is what you guys want to hear from us. So please let us know. Yeah. That's and the we, end lo- of we my love thing. chatting with you guys. Thank you so much. And we love it. I echo all of those shout outs. Um, if my brain was in a better place, I would try to do some of my own. But just know that, like, we love you guys. It, yeah. I was gonna say, if you're listening to this, we adore you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we love uh, so, like, I, just looking at the metrics since we started doing these interview episodes, like, more and more people are downloading the podcast. We're so grateful to have you. And we want to hear from you, too, uh, because we know that we're fairly Wisconsin centric because that's where we are. Uh, But we would love to hear the topics that are affecting you. And who knows? Maybe we can even give you a call and get your perspective. Um, We have the technology. Mm -hmm. We can rebuild him. We're both sitting in the exact same position right now. That's a reference to a show from... The million dollar before, man. I yeah, got you before we were born. Um, so yeah, like we, we have the ability to just call you in chat Yeah, and we would love to do that. So yeah, if you're one of our listeners from outside Wisconsin and we haven't touched on something that matters to your state, let me know. Now I'm just mirroring. You. I know. I now, hate it. I wish you would Now we're just stop. doing like theater exercises. I refuse to participate. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, this is a really good time for us. <laughs> Forensic spaces is 
produced and recorded in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Our theme song was written and recorded by JJ Hammeister. If you're a fan of Forensic Spaces, please like us on different social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter. Also, rate and review us on iTunes. And then rate and that's review how other us people on iTunes. Find us. Please do. And also remember, we're on Stitcher and Google Play now because yes. we like things. We also, are. if you want to recommend podcasts to us that are longer than 140 characters, or if you have topic ideas for our episode, you can Facebook message us or email us at listen at forensicspaces.com. I'm Kurt. And I'm Melissa, encouraging you to listen, think, and speak. Preferably in that order. Oh, I would drop this mic if it wasn't on a stand. <laughs> <laughs>